There it is. We're straight into it. Well, for one, I would just like to say welcome to the scratcher. That's it. That's all I've got. Nothing. That's else. it. That's it. Oh God, I panicked. <laughs> I've gone blank, Brian. I don't, oh God. <laughs> I'm just gonna say uh, welcome to welcome to the scratcher. So every week, Nick and I are gonna get together and have a drink at the scratcher, at our old watering hole, the scratcher, in New York City. But the the issue is. We both live on the West Coast, so it, it's it's a bit of an effort, but I think it's worth it. But it is a damn, damn fine bar. It is a damn fine bar. That. There's no denying that. It's also the first bar I ever went to in New York. Um, and for that reason alone, I think it's worth traveling back every week. How'd you get work. get here this week? I, I hitchhiked. Hitchhiked? Uh, yeah, I took hitchhiked a all really, the way. really big train. Yeah, one of those real long ones. Biggest train you ever damn seen. <laughs> the biggest damn train. Now, did you go hobo style? Did you jump the rails or were you just I, I paid I I'm a I'm a good citizen. I paid my my ticket. I paid the fare. I you got to. I wow. those big trains have quality, quality trains. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I actually got lucky and the first person I hitched, like they were actually going all the way to New York City, all thirty-six hours of it. So that was pretty cool. And also what was great is that they weren't up for chatting, so I could just sit in silence for 36 sweet, sweet hours. Um, much it's like, like the ultimate Uber. It's like the ultimate barber. I'm in a bit of a pickle right now because I've moved houses and I used to have the world's greatest barber, Brutus, true fact, uh, also a man with a quality beard. And Brutus was perfectly happy to just stand in complete silence and cut my hair. There's bants going on around in the barber shop barbershop some big character barbers in there big big characters but brutus bit of bants with the other barbers and i would occasionally feel like oh i should, should. okay no i'll just uh, nah, i'm just gonna leave it i'm not gonna interject it but perfectly happy and then i've i can't find a good barber i've now been to three separate barbers in my new place i think i'm gonna have to drive back to brutus because well he's also the best haircut but yeah perfectly happy to sit inside my dream the absolute the absolute dream the silent actually that should be its own that should be like the name of a place is the silent yeah. barber i swear to god i would go to the silent barber you could give me the shittest haircut in the world but if you're just in silence there's no pressure for bands no pressure no pressure for barber bands but um <laughs> barber, <laughs> barber bands the last the last barber i went to was almost the worst and that he was so unfeasibly upbeat and just full of it just like everybody in the barber shop everybody's getting a comment we're all talking it's it was just horrendous absolutely horrendous yeah i i sort of have a similar thing where i just kind of sitting there in the barber seat i would rather just be in complete silence but i did have just recently i did get my haircut and i started talking to the barber about he got very excited about <laughs> talking about star trek Fair which enough. was an interesting uh he just he All just star started, trek or Reboot like Star Trek, original Star everything, Trek. Everything, everything. This barber is like a high-pressure barber, I call yeah. it. I, so I trust this man, and I go back to him, even though I I wouldn't say I, lo- I love I wouldn't say I've ever had a good haircut from him. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I've had, he's a good haircutter, but the thing is he has a, he has a giant beard, yeah. and I sort of trust him to do it, because sometimes you, you go in blind. Brutus. You would you would love Brutus, Brian. Big yeah. beard, the man. Big beard. Anyway, sorry. But man, this guy... He was just like, I, I, how did it even come up? I think I might have mentioned, he brought up something about Star Trek and I mentioned that I used to watch Next Generation quite a I'm bit. A big fan. I was a big fan myself. I must and say. he started just, just grilling me mm-hmm. on like 
Star Trek trivia. He's like, well, uh, what is uh, what, uh, what is what is Data? What was um, what was his rank? Well, like, what was he? And, and like it was, and he's done this with like a couple things where he kind of will get that's aggressive questioning. That's not just let's have a little chat. Oh, do you remember that's what is? Well, okay, okay, buddy boy, you think you're a fan? Okay, okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the most aggressive barber I've ever had, mm. or like ever spoken to, let alone maybe the most aggressive person I've ever. Uh, Fair enough. That's not true at all, but. It's, yeah, like, it, it always an aggressive line of questioning, such as, like, you don't condition your hair, do you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That kind of thing. But, and now I condition my hair because it's sort I, of like, I tell you what, I out of fear. Yeah. Out of fear, definitely. But fear in Star Trek, that's... uh Fair enough. He also, like, it's, I also started to get a little uncomfortable in the barber seat as he started talking about, I guess there's some, there's just, there's some species in star trek that he was talking about that he was very into the species and it doesn't have a lot of backstory right so he's he's started inventing a backstory for it and he start started speaking about how they're a more sexually uh advanced race than the human race oh and i started i'm just sitting there in the seat and like so imagine barber banter except now it's just the other barbers overhearing this guy you're just a couple of guys chatting about it was something. I'm just, I'm intrigued. What was what and how, and how does that manifest itself be more? Sexual? I don't even know. I started tuning oh, out and started getting so, I. Now you see, that's the difference in you and me, Brian. I just started to get all hot and heavy and I'd have. Tell me more about this sexual, sexual alien. What was, um, I don't know. God, tell me more. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. It's quite the barber experience. Okay, but I find barbers don't like it if they must if you masturbate in their chairs. So that's my that's my gosh darn problem, and that's why I'll never go to your barber, Brian. Yeah, they get all they get all help. Now, I, when I was saying about sitting in silence, there is one caveat to that, and mm-hmm. that is I used to get my hair cut by a lady who used to have the most tremendous ghost stories, Brian. And that mm. is my one caveat to getting your hair cut. If you've got an original ghost story for me, bring it on. That bring it on. That. I love and I will sit and I will get gently terrified in the chair. Amazing ghost story, top quality ghost stories. Um, yeah. Gently terrified. G- gently terrified. Very, very gently. gently. Yeah, just gently, but but definitely, definitely, you know, terrified. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a, a barber tell me a ghost story. Never? No, no. But, but you see, she wasn't a barber. Mm. That's the key. Not a barber. This is a hairdresser. This is mm. a bub. This is not Barber Bands. This is mm-hmm. nice chats with a nice lady. I have no idea why she started talking about ghost stories. But anyway, top quality ghost stories. I've got a few ghost stories. We shared ghost stories. But that's it because I can't, I can't talk about ghost stories with my wife because she doesn't like them and she gets genuinely freaked out. I'm not allowed to talk about them. So that was my one outlet. But I stopped going to her. So there you go. Damn, no outlet for the ghost. Oh, just, oh. It's sort of like an ectoplasmic buildup. <laughs> right, let me interrupt you here because I have not offered you a drink. We are in a bar and we have... Oh, you're right. You're right. What should we have? I am going to have a glass of Chardonnay with one drop of Napoleon brandy in it first. But mm. please, Brian, only if it's Napoleon brandy. That's 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 my go-to brand. But one drop in the glass first mm. and then Chardonnay. And you notice what I've done here as well. I've offered you a drink, but now I'm giving you instructions to go and get my drink um, because that's how I roll. So... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. 
just fucking get it, okay? I'll tell I'll tell you what I'm gonna have. Um Please. I like myself to have I might I like to make myself a PBR, can of PBR PBR. Mm. Smash one maraschino cherry just into the top of it. Just into the top. Yeah, just just I the what's nice is that the sharp edge mm-hmm. of the can kind of like, you know, matches up the cherry a little bit, really activates the flavor. Yeah. And are you then using your your finger, your dirty little bar finger? Oh yeah. Which sort of scoop the little Sma- I smash it right in there with my thumb. Just gonna your thumb, nice. Yeah. Is yeah. it all gonna watch the edge, sharp edge? Plop on. It's gonna plop into the beer. Mm-hmm. Plop it in, or are we leaving it? Are we gonna leave little bits around? I like it so as I'm taking a sip, it almost blocks the entryway. Yes. It makes it very difficult to drink the beer until you've, you know, had enough of it. Yeah, and so maybe it will get lodged in there. You use your tongue to poke it down. Maybe give your tongue a little nick on the old PBR can. Mm-hmm. That would be my ideal situation, really. Um, of course. I would do that, but I would never drink that, so, you know. Right, you're just white wine and brandy. White wine, no matter the wine, honestly, that doesn't matter. The brandy is the brandy is what's important, Brian. Just one. You know, I had, I had a, uh, a roommate that did something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the wine and the brandy. Really? Yeah, it was actually not too far from that, where he was a madman, absolute madman. But he would go, like, let's say it was a Friday night. He was going to go to a party. But before the party, he would first purchase uh, a bottle of brandy. Usually, I mean, it wouldn't be as as, uh, top-notch as the one you were describing. Sure. Sure. A bottle of brandy and then also a bottle of rosé or some sort of, you know, any sort of pink wine. And what he would do is he'd drink half the bottle of the pink wine. And then you would refill the bottle up to the top with the brandy. With the brandy? Wow, half a bottle of brandy. With the brandy into the, into the pink wine. Nice. Basically, so it almost looked like as if it was a full wine bottle again. Yeah, but it's half brandy. Exactly. <laughs> and then yeah. continue to drink that wine, uh, constantly refilling uh, the wine bottle until both were empty. Yeah, yeah. And that was before the. That's before he would go out to the party. You do that before he would go out to the party. That is impressive. These people, how do they even function? Like, I, honest to God, like I don't drink a lot these days. But how how does anybody function under that? Like, honest to God, seriously, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. There was there was a time that I remember him coming back to our room. This was like in college. We we lived in like. He, I lived in a room with four other people with him and there was like a common room or whatever, but there was a time where we heard a knock on the door or just or more of a slam on the door and we opened the door and he had passed out putting his key in the door. And so once we opened it, he just fell in. It was, oh yeah, it was, it was something. We want to do a goblin review. You want to review a goblin or two? Let's do a goblin review and then I think we can uh, finish it off with a, a game of... Um... Yes, please. Oh no, thank you. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. You know, what? yeah, that sounds great. Let's uh, let's talk about red caps. Let's do it. Have you ever heard of a red cap? It rings a bell. I'm gonna need a review of a red cap. Uh, so the red cap is this evil goblin lives in one or another of the ruined castles and watchtowers along the border border between Scotland and England. Uh-huh. Look at this. I didn't even I didn't even know this. He shifts his residence fairly often to avoid the attentions of exorcists, wish finders, and other authorities. A wanderer 
A wanderer along the lonely border tracks might be tempted to explore one of the brooding old piles of stone, but he would be wise to keep well away in case it should be a temporary residence of Redcap. Redcap. He's easily distinguished even from a distance because of his large fiery red eyes and red cap. As he comes closer, moving with remarkable speed despite the fact that he wears iron boots, he seemed to be a short, stocky old man with long gray hair and eagle's claws instead of hands. Redcap seeks human prey in order to renew the color of his cap, which he dips in the blood of his victims. Wow, that is intense. <laughs> he can overcome uh, even the strongest human unless the intended victim remembers to quote a few words out of the Bible before Redcap's talons sink into them. Sure, sure, sure. At the sound of the holy words, the goblin instantly disappears. Boom. Wow. Imagine how fast he could go without those iron boots. It's. I wonder if he needs the iron boots to go fast, though. Oh, that's a point. I haven't thought of that. I can't tell. Sort of. Yeah. That is intense. Well, I've certainly never heard of a red cap. But what I ha when you said red cap, I realized where I've heard them before is that um, I think there's some sort of security in airports. I feel like red caps. So I was like, yes, I have heard of a red cap. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's security in an airport. You're the anti anti va uh, vase smashing mm. crew. Mm. Exactly. Make sure that no one smashes vases in airports. That is intense. Dipping his head in the blood. So the only reason he's murdering, from what I could take from it, the only reason he's murdering people uh, is to just dip his head in their red blood to keep his his head red. Is that correct? Keep his head red. Keep his head red. No other reason. This just seems extreme that people should lose their life. And I'll tell you something about having children. Mm -hmm. Is that, <laughs> um, I don't know, pre-children, I would have thought, ah, it's just a person. It's dead. When you have children, suddenly, you know, you put so much love, you put so much energy, so much time. If somebody killed one of my children mm -hmm. just to dip their head in their blood, mm -hmm. to keep their head red, well, I would be pissed. I really, no, oh, yeah, I missed that enough. That would really fucking piss me off, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm not a parent, but I feel like that would piss me off as well. Fucking Goblin has mm -hmm. just murdered my children using his eagle claw talons um, just for fashion, apart from anything else. Pure fashion. That's it. Listen, if he's going to eat them, if they need the blood, I would be pissed off. I'm not going to lie. But for fashion, I mean... Just, just for fashion, just for aesthetic, just to keep up an aesthetic furious brian like really honestly i would be fucking furious if he murdered one bullshit of that's fucking straight up bullshit you're telling me you can't just go and get a little pot of red paint when we moved house last time right i had an ill-fated attempt to put up you know those things you do pull up like pull up bar mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah pull up bar but we, we the, our old house was rented so i didn't want to put the screws in the wall so i did the twisty twisty till it's in place not well enough, apparently. So on one attempt, I managed to pull myself up when I was in full flight. The whole thing came off, and back I went. But what it also did, took off all the pain from the side of the door frame. So that was fun. Anyway, that I digress. But my point was, I just went to the Home Depot, Brian. I got mm -hmm. a little pot of paint, about an inch high. Cost me about $1.50, $1.99. That's all I needed. I didn't need a full pot of paint. By the sounds of it, this little fella could get a little red pot of paint. I mean, if he's small enough, if he's small, he's small enough. enough. 
No, it doesn't state. I mean, it says a small man. So I, the picture showed me looked like a pixie, something small. Are you saying he's a bit bigger than that? Are we talking about a little person? Are we talking about... He's like a little person. He's like a little person. Like Goblin-sized. Goblin-sized little person. Mm-hmm. Eagle claws. Now, eagle claws. an eagle claw is going to make it difficult to get the old top off. Screw that thing. Well, even I have a question. Pop it up, please. Since, since having kids, do you think you go to a, a Home Depot more often? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and also, I'll tell you something. I fucking love a trip to Home Depot. But <laughs> um, I, I have a serious love of Home Depot. Uh, I am completely clueless when it comes to any type of DIY. Like, I am not good at fixing things. And I think that is part of it. I think that's also part of it, is that I fantasize when I'm walking through the aisles. Like, that, this, like if only I had all this equipment, I could be truly, truly top-notch. I had to get a, a thing to cut the leaves of our, what do you call it, hedge. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most glorious 40 minutes I've spent in a long time. It's the smell of Home Depot. It's, the, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of fantasizing, like seeing lumber and being like, I could lumber. use his hand. I went to Home Depot with a bigger boy um, who knows how to do these things. And he helped me fix my bed. And because the, the size of a red cap. Oh, absolutely. Bigger boy. Bigger boy. He knew how to fix our bed. We moved house and the bottom got broken. So we were like, do we buy a new bed? This bigger boy said, no, I know how to fix that. We just need a couple of planks of wood and we'll sort them out. And I was literally like, the fucking hell? He knows how to fix beds. So along we went to Home Depot. And sure enough, he picked out the lumber and he even knew how to talk to the guy because there's a guy in Home Depot. I don't know if you know this. This may be, this is maybe technical uh, skills that you don't know. I certainly didn't know. There's a guy at the back of Home Depot who has a saw and he will cut that lumber to whatever size you do. And he is a real man's man, like a real guy's guy. Like I obviously could never talk to him myself. Like no way. But this bigger boy knew how to talk to the man with the saw, Brian. He sawed it up. We took it all. We fixed my bed. And I literally, much in the way my small children stand around me, if I'm doing something simple like a bit of Ikea furniture, they'll kind of stand around in the background and maybe hand me a screw or something like that. But just generally enjoy the experience, but be like, what is going on here? That was me with this bigger boy when he was fixing my bed. It's a big, big, big boy that fixed my bed. The big boys fix my bed. Look, you know, so I'll tell you this much. The bigger boy had his own drill, Brian. I have my own drill. I got a, I got a drill now. You've got a drill. I got no children, but I got a drill. You got a, do you know how to use the drill? You're damn right I know how to use the drill. What are you <laughs> drill for? What are you drilling? Oil, mostly. <laughs> top three top three drills brian what you top crude three? oil top three drills uh let's see well i use the phillips the uh phillips head phillips head it's a lovely little drill biz right. even i know uh, it's magnetic very nice oh uh, i like the three three eighths yes three eighths uh drill bit i like very nice. i like the one that's like an like the head of an allen key that you put in mm. like a little allen key that's that's my- good for the ikea that is good for the Ikea. I've never used it because, as I say, I don't have my own drill. But, um, uh, you know, but one day, one can but hope. Lovely stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think the I acquired some drilling skills when uh, I used to build lawn furniture. That's right. You have built lawn furniture. Now, that was where most of my drilling skill comes from. 
Am I right to make this up? Or did you have a job where you used to re-slate people's pool table in Pennsylvania? <laughs> Not in Pennsylvania, but yeah, I used to, that was quite the job. I fucking knew it. Yep, yeah. I used to repair pool tables. See, you're a man, but that's, you, well, I should have known this. I should have remembered that. You are a man's man. You see, I don't know about that. I would not know where to start on re-slating a pool table. I really didn't know what I was doing, though. I think that was the best part of it. it was I really, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. That was quite the job, though. Yeah. Did you know they use you use like playing cards to level them? That's like a big, big part of re, like. In what sense? Like because because it's so flat. Yeah. Like a, a playing card, it can't compress at all. Okay. So you essentially like if you go, <laughs> if you ever are you know in a bar or anything, take a slide underneath the table. Yeah. Uh, look up, and I I bet you you'll see some playing cards, and it's pretty much what you do is you you slide them in to sort of even out the slate. Um, and you you shim them you use them as shims essentially shim I don't even know use a piece of wood or something like that it'll eventually compress yeah it's just fun fun little fact so all in all I think red cap for me red cap for you I'm kind of upset by the the fashion thing too I'm it seems like you know these days like overkill it's overkill it's overkill. Too much, too much focus on fashion. Too much focus on aesthetic. Makes me a little upset. In that case, I'm gonna give this red cap about four and a half days? for me. Yeah, four and a half. I'm gonna go mm, seventeen. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Let me ask you a couple of things, Brian. I have got some quick. I just need to check in with you for yes, please, and oh no, thank you. Oh, of course. I'd just like to do that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, chimeneas. Oh, yes, please. Prison? No, no, thank you. Apples? Uh, yes, please. Cat? Thank you. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Enzymes? Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, racist men? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Thanks. Kangol hats? Oh, no, no. Thanks. Shrimp? Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes, please. Thank you. The Taliban? No, no, thank you. And finally, Ludek McCloskey. No, no, thank you. Oh, he said no big Ludek. No. Oof. Okay, cool. Okay, I just wanted to check in with you. Yeah. Portions. Um, I still haven't got a drink, but never mind. That's slightly... I think they're still brewing it up for you. Yeah, it does take a while. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I can't get over this. I was thinking about it a little bit. Back to the red cap real quick. Yeah, just please. The part with... As long as you recite a Bible verse or something like that, it'll it'll just you know let, let leave you alone. It'll leave you alone. Well, can I tell you something? I always remember my mother. My mother's a little bit out there, and it reminded me of. And this struck me. She once told me a story that she got home. My dad was away. My dad was a pilot, so he was working away a lot. She got home to our house. I don't know if we were already there. We had a nanny anyway in the countryside and there was a light on in a window and there must have been nobody at home. She must've got there herself. Anyway, I'm digressing. And she thought, that's strange. There's nobody in the house. She went into the house. She went to bed. She woke up in the night with the bed shaking, Brian, the bed shaking. And she then I think said, bearing in mind, my family are the least religious people I know. 
Uh, I think, did she recite the Lord's? She can't have recited the Lord's Prayer. My mother would not long ago say, I think she cried out to Jesus or something like that. I swear, it was really weird. I think she said, she either said the Lord's Prayer or she cried out to Jesus. You know what happened, Brian? That bed's bed's up shaking. Up shaking. Yep. Boom. Now, this is ironic because we are not really, I guess you could put us in the miasma of Christians and Christianity. <laughs> in the greater miasma. The miasma. But we are certainly not practicing Christians. I have never been in a church to go to church. Mm. Um, what have you been in a church to do? Uh, funerals. Oh, okay. And also to steal copper piping. Obviously. Oh, right. Yes. Um, but I knew, I remember you always had an eye for copper. I've always got an eye for a loose bit of copper. Don't you worry about that. It's coming with me if I see it. Um, but it always impressed me. And I must have heard this story when I was about 11 for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it always impressed me the power of reciting the Lord's name or the Lord's prayer. Again, I can't remember which one. Boom. But I always thought that story was complete bullshit until right now. Mm-hmm. You just told me about the red cap and the Bible verse. It's obviously a thing. It was what it would have been a red cap. It is obviously a thing. It was obviously a red cap. The the thing I was wondering about is do you think the red caps get pissed off by hearing the same? Because I feel like defaulting to the, uh, what's called our father or whatever, whatever, they're probably pretty pretty angry at that because that's probably the one that most people default to. They're going straight for that. And then I was trying to think of other ones, probably like the, what are the, there's certain letters and such that are, you know, the most, let's say first Corinthians, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It's probably, probably kind of frustrating for a red cap. Because people are able just to sort of like rattle them off. Because first thing I would do, probably our father. Probably yeah. our father. Yeah. Now, yeah. let me get this right. You are a Catholic if I'm not wrong, Brian. Uh, I used, I would say I used to be. <laughs> our father's in your head. My point is, see, I'm not even, I can't even have that in my locker. I can't even mix it up with an Our Father. Don't I'd even, say I don't know. You got you to gotta know that because there could be red caps abound. I can, do, I can do the Lord's Prayer because for some reason at my school, we said it every morning. I can't remember the Lord's Prayer. If somebody starts to say the Lord's Prayer, out it comes. Comes out like this. Out it comes. Can say it. If you ask me to say it, I can't say it. I don't know it. But if it comes. It's like out, a Rolling Stones lyrics, right? You just you hear the tune like and that. you know it. Out it comes. Suddenly it's Ruby Tuesday. Um, and <laughs> yes. So that makes me worry. And I don't deal with pressurized situations that well. So I think there's no chance of me getting the Lord's Prayer out in a situation where there's a red cap about. I'm yeah, I'd say if a red cap is hurtling towards me at incredible ungodly speeds mm. with his talent, with his eagle's talons out, I'm, I might have some trouble as well, even though, you know. I am. For all those years of PCD, I think I still might. That red cap's head. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be staying in that guy's kangle. Brian, tell me something. As an American, what is a whole dad? Come again? What's a whole dad. I keep seeing stickers on people's cars everywhere. Whole dads I used to live next to a guy with whole dad. He had a num- His number plate was whole dad, and I've never wanted to Google it. I've always wanted to ask an American. His like vanity plate, like his actual license plate. I've just learned something there. Vanity plate. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Vanity plate, yeah. You Americans, you really get right to the nub of the matter. Um, Actually, we're going to have a new section, which actually I think used to be on the Bugle podcast, Ask an American. Mm -hmm. But that was like, how many things? I'm actually just going to ask you questions like about everything. I just don't know and I can't be bothered Googling. But Ho Dad, do you know what a Ho Dad is? I keep seeing stickers, like people's bumper stickers, Ho Dads. 
Like what the fuck? Dad? Like how how would you spell it? D A D. Hodad. H O D A D. Hodad. Because the first thing that came to my head is like a dad that's a little promiscuous, you know. Oh, Brian, can't be that. You wouldn't get a plate of a hoe, Dad. Uh, I saw a license plate that just said "No wife." Wow, that was quite the quite the plate. Wife, just that's vanity plate. You'd never heard vanity plate before? No, no. Oh yeah, that's that would be a private. Would you say a private registration? What would you say in Britain? I feel like you would say I might be. I'm going mad. I feel like you would say private registration. Now that I think of it, I don't know if I've ever seen like a UK or like a. So in the UK, I think it's harder and more expensive. So you really have to be a cock in the UK to get a vanity plate. Like you really have to be a fucking cock. I mean, I see it even here, even with ones that make me laugh here. Mm-hmm. I'd still be like, you're a cock. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's like it's, it takes a certain, a certain yeah mentality. certain type. Yeah. Ho dad. Ho dad. I, I don't know. Question popped into my head, but I've now forgotten it. Anyway, we'll tease that for next the mm-hmm. next amazing episode. Yeah. How are you uh, you're how are you getting back? How am I getting back? Getting back to the, the West Coast. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna get up myself a hog. Ride a hog. Ride a hog. Yeah. What size hog do you think you're gonna need? I'm gonna need I'm gonna get like a really small hog. <laughs> like I'm gonna get like the sort of hog they would market to mm-hmm. like housewives, like a housewife's hog. Mm-hmm. Because I want people to see me on my hog and I want big hairy bikers to be like, look at this piece of shit on a lady's hog. So I'm going to go for a lady's hog because I don't care, Brian. I don't care. I think the big hogs are too much. And actually, this is a further point. If you drive a motorbike that has a fucking big engine like that, congratulations. Everybody with a small child thinks you're a fucking cock. I hit every single motorcyclist because the amount of times my children have been woken up by some mm-hmm. fucking dickhead riding his motorbike revving it giving it fucking ray, thinking they're amazing who thinks everybody is looking at them thinking wow look at this guy in his big motorbike he is just a real guy's guy he's so cool i love him no you're a complete cock and everybody with a small child fucking hates you there everybody hates you we all hate you. and i think i can speak for every parent i know like that yeah and the most extreme case this i was on the highway and some complete fucking dickhead went down was going down the highway bearing my i was going about 72 pulling a wheelie on the highway in the middle middle lane of the highway driving i don't know how long he drove for maybe five miles pulling a wheelie at about 75 miles an hour 80 miles an hour i'll give that a no thank you I'll give that a no thank you i have never wanted anybody to die more in my entire in front of your own eyes my own eyes actively willing the death of another human being and i'm a lover not a fighter brian i do not encourage anybody to die in general but yeah just die in general that, I think that's a good piece of advice a good piece of advice i would agree with that even though it is my own opinion so i'm agreeing with myself so that's cool um but apart yeah, whenever from- I, I hear a motorcycle i just think i never want to own anything that's that loud no 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 Fucking no, thank you. The, and it's not just the, the, the engine that wakes up children. It's then the fucking subsequent car alarms that get set off by them. Mm, just the reverberation. It first taken you 25 minutes to get a one-year-old to sleep and they get woken up by some fucking, fucking man who wants to be part of a club. Oh, I've got a club. Oh, me and the boys. Go fuck yourself. Go. We used to live near a guy who not only had a hog, he had a Harley Davidson flag in his front garden, Brian. That's oh. how he was. 
Hell yeah. Harley Davidson. And also, Hell yeah. Also, surely, if like you're into motorbikes and those sort of things, I mean, I'm not, I don't know anything about engines or cars or whatever, but surely Harley Davidson's a bit basic as well. It's a bit like the fucking most obvious choice motorbike you could possibly go for. So this lad, obviously saying I'm a dickhead because I love motorbikes this much. He's also a dickhead. I'm sure if you know about motorbikes, you'd be like, look at this fucking dickhead with this Harley Davidson fucking. You know what? This we're we're gonna bring this all the way all the way back around. Yeah. That barber. Yeah. I I was getting my haircut by that same barber. A really loud motorbike went by, and he says to me, "This is he sort of like gives these random facts to you as well." And he says, "Do you know why Harley Davidsons are so loud?" And I said, uh, "Because they don't have a muffler." And he said, "No." He says, "It's a safety feature." Okay. So they could hear you. So they could hear you. I was like, I don't believe you, but... I can hear normal cars. I usually hear normal cars. Yeah. Well, okay, maybe he's right, and I think that should be the exact place. Yeah. Thank you, goodbye.